Tony Stark, known as Iron Man throughout the world, is a man who revels in his achievements and the adoring fans that follow. But we all know that when this attention is firmly fixed on someone who proclaims themselves a hero, there is more than just the good times that present a man who is faltering and fixing who he is and those around him. A mechanic can only do so much, but for Tony, he went far beyond any of us could ever imagine. And his story arc is the epitome of a man who learns more about selflessness, how fiercely someone can protect those he loves, and about self-sacrifice so others can live on. This is two takes, and this is one shot, an analysis of understanding the Avenger, Tony Stark, the man behind the mask. Warning, spoilers are throughout. Tony begins as someone who is piggybacking on his father's creations and then surpassing them. He is a man who has everything, money, power, brains, but also has nothing, no family or loved ones, all at the same time. Almost immediately, Tony is in danger, with an electromagnetic charge keeping the shrapnel away from his heart, and throughout his trilogy, he is a dead man walking, or a man on borrowed time. Unlike being in that cave for three months, being forced by terrorists to make a weapon by his own design, it takes three films for Tony to finally have the courage to have an operation to get the shrapnel taken away completely. He used this, and his suit, almost like a crutch, until he realised he can be a hero simply by being himself, and having the resolve to do what he believed in. It's not just about what Tony has done throughout the MCU that has us adoring his bravery and his never-ending courage. It goes deeper than that. We sometimes forget that Tony is not his suit. That the label of Iron Man is placed by others, making it almost like his own entity that comes with guns blazing, flying through the air. Even at the beginning, Tony, taking the suit for a spin and stopping the use of his own weapons that were sold under the radar to the terrorists without his say-so, has Tony almost acting like someone driven to right the wrongs that he himself has made, separating the man from his creation. As the films progress, the separation becomes harder to pinpoint, with Tony's identity almost being like a shadow from his creation. Especially in Iron Man 2, when Ivan Vanko wanted to be the first to prove Tony wrong about how someone could replicate his creations. This separation is now non-existent from then on, especially after Tony has gone through the wormhole and becomes consumed to build more suits in an attempt to hide the panic and the helplessness of how Earth is in danger. Tony has always been a lone wolf, but this fear for Earth's safety was spawned by firstly saving himself in his name, in the first film, saving Happy and Pepper, second film, to going outward and potentially saving America from potential threat in the third film. Of course, in all of the other films Tony has been in, we can understand that it goes bigger than simply America, but I did not want to get carried away. All I wanted to do was to show a theme of Tony looking outside of himself, when the immediate danger is not for himself. I mean, almost immediately he made the electromagnetic charger better, then a makeshift iron suit to escape. From then on, it was all an aspect of perfecting something he had created to atone for his actions, and almost cause an effect that goes beyond himself. When the threat starts harming others he loves, that's when it gets personal, and the suit and Tony become more into one being. There is no difference because both are on the same page to help and to save. You could even say that each film from the Iron Man trilogy has a theme in itself, 
but first could project the beginnings of figuring things out, or finding that things are not working perfectly. This can be said for both Tony's suit and for his company that have people betraying him for profit. This goes into making things right, and even newer beginnings from what Tony represents, which is basically profiting from war and keeping America safe by having the offence strategy just in case. Peace is made by having more power than the other guy, and for a while this worked, until it backfired quite literally into Tony's heart. Iron Man 2 is six months later from the first film, in which Tony tells the world he is Iron Man, has him enjoying the fame and feeling like a phoenix coming out of the ashes. But I think it's more than that. And of course, we realise almost immediately that there is a setback. Tony has blood toxicity levels that are rising every couple of hours, and this makes him scared, and projecting rebelliously to protect himself and everything he has worked for, whilst at the same time protecting those around him. A lot of pressure for someone who wishes to uphold a legacy. And the problems of the heart come into play yet again, as he tries to find the ending of the puzzle of his heart. He does this literally, because he is dying. Metaphorically, by looking through his father's work and finishing what he had started, and emotionally, as Pepper loses faith in him as he acts out, whilst trying to preserve some sort of future out of desperation. He is shown not to be untouchable, and legacy is a double-edged sword. For what Tony's father has done, Tony now has to reap the rewards, as well as the problems. Hence Ivan and his need to show how the Starks have always been thieves and butchers. If you could make God bleed, then people will cease to believe in him, and there will be blood in the water, and the sharks will come. The truth. All I have to do is sit here and watch, as the world will consume you. Ivan is the catalyst for Tony's own destruction. Tony's father stole from Ivan's father, and Tony said no one could replicate his creations, and now he is eating his words. Legacy, like I said before, is a double-edged sword. Top that with dying, and we have Tony personifying a man on borrowed time. What saves him is going back to his own past and finding the answers there. Something he probably has buried ever since he rose to take over Stark Industries. In Iron Man 3, this is when Tony understands about the need for connecting with people and disconnecting with technology. From what we have seen so far in Tony's journey, this is the most impactful of the trilogy, where Tony is left stranded without his suit or Jarvis. There was a new threat technology inside the brain that was created from someone that Tony had ignored years before. And how there's a thin line from maniac and visionary when it comes to power, the concept of what it means to save lives, their technology and its use. This film was after the wormhole and the suit losing power in the bits of space, leaving Tony powerless, and for what we can tell, unable to sleep, unable to relax, and unable to disconnect himself from his suits, exclaiming that this is all he has left. This connection becomes literal, as we see at the beginning of the film Tony placing technology under his skin, so that his suit is literally part of him. And this could place him in the same category for a moment anyway, as the villain Aldrich Killian, they both place technology within themselves to better themselves. But what we can understand, following Tony's journey, that this isn't always the case. Especially when the suit and Jarvis break down and leave Tony stranded in Tennessee. Before Harley shows up, we see Tony extracting the technology under his skin, disconnecting himself from the suit for the first time. This distraction goes further by how Tony introduces himself to Harley as simply the mechanic, making him ju be just another average Joe who has a skill. 
Don't be fooled though. Harley knows exactly who he is. This is simply for Tony's sake. The reason he calls himself the mechanic is because for probably the first time, Tony doesn't want to be associated with the suits. He is not simply the guy behind the mask. He is evolving and accepting himself a little bit more. When Tony goes to the Mandarin's house in Florida without the suit, he is almost like a spy with his gadgets and he is successful. He can do this without the suit. It was only when the suit and Jarvis were forced out of commission that Tony realised that he can only rely on himself. He connects more with Pepper, Rhodes and Happy, asking for their help in the end, which opens more doors for more collaborations in which we see in other films. And all of that time he has created an army of suits, he destroys them all for the sake of something real, a real relationship with Pepper, instead of being by himself with his toys. For a while, Tony was lost, and the line between Visionary and Maniac was formed not just for the villain's sake, but to emphasise how obsessed Tony can be with an idea, one idea becoming Ultron for the benefit of all. Like Tony concluded, my journey had reached its end. You start with something pure, something exciting, then come the mistakes, the compromises. We create our own demons. And based on what was explored, Tony has begun to really explore himself through legacy, through technology, through what it means to be a good person, and what matters to him as well as everyone else. Tony was never perfect, but for me, this is the perfect storyline to present a man who had a lot to learn and had life lessons that had to endanger the cocoon he had placed around himself to truly understand that he is Iron Man. Not the suit, but the man beneath the mask. These life-threatening lessons, whether they be external or internal, forced his hand to realise that he never needed the suit to prove who he really was. He just had to fix his heart and show he had one to get there. If you have enjoyed what was said, please follow me on Anchor, Spotify and other podcasting platforms to never miss an episode. Be kept in the loop for new content on my Instagram and Twitter page. For more on the visual appeal, I've introduced a YouTube channel. And if you enjoyed to read what was said instead, follow my blog, linked elsewhere. I'm a podcaster that enjoys this process and it wouldn't have been made a reality without you, the listener. And so I thank you for listening and I hope you stick around for more.